This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Welcome to this Christmas edition of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann, and today I am super excited because my friend Maddie and I are going to count down our top five favorite Christmas films and why we like them so much. Because let's be real here, it's not Christmas without watching your favorite holiday movies, right? <laughs> But just before we get into the discussion, next week I will be attending C2E2 here in Chicago. I will be there on Friday and Saturday, and I will be making a kind of like a recap episode on my podcast next week of the events of that. And also, if you want to follow along, I will be vlogging my experience, and I will leave a link in the description here for the YouTube channel. So without further ado, let's get into our Christmas discussion. And like I said, I'm here with my good friend Maddie. And Maddie, welcome to the podcast. I know you're like my number one fan, so this is awesome. <laughs> uh, no problem. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy to be here finally. Yeah, I know. And I really appreciate your support and glad that you were able to come on because you are such a big fan of Christmas and just Christmas movies, everything Christmas, right? I am a Christmas everything. We uh we do the we do the Disney thing and we like to decorate the night of Halloween for think or for uh Christmas. So we're big on the Christmas in this house. Yeah. You guys are decorated on November first, you're good to go. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if you guys, my listeners, if you guys have seen videos of the Disney parks from Halloween night into November first, it's pretty incredible what they can accomplish in that short amount of time. Oh, it's magic. It's magic. Yeah. So, but anyway, going on to our top five favorite films. And Christmas is a time for just spending with family, friends, and just making memories. And personally, my earliest memories are from like past Christmases with my family. And one big thing we always did was we sat and we watched Christmas movies. Not only do a lot of these films have amazing storylines, great talent, just everything like memorable quotes and scenes and I'm sure people like myself remember sitting down and watching a particular film with your family and or a movie reminding you of that one time and Maddie what influenced your top five films Do you, is it like the story themes sentimental value the actors what is it uh, I want to say it's it's got to be the, the family elements of most of them there are a few in there that just hold dear because of sentimental reasons other than family, but most of them are family and they most likely have a story of when I remember seeing them the day of and things of that matter. But yes, I think family is what it all boils down to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just when you're like, when you're young and you watch with your brothers and sisters and just have that moment, I guess it's so yeah. great. And yeah. I just remember, yeah, like we would sit Christmas Eve waiting for Santa Claus. My brother, sister, and I, we would make like a fort. My sister and I had bunk beds, so we would make a fort out of that and just kind of wait for Santa Claus the next day. But we would turn on like Rugrats vaca Christmas Vacation and just little cartoons like, oh, and Arthur, the Arthur oh. from PBS, oh, that yes. Christmas special. So even like the kitty 
Christmas shows and films I go back to, even though I'm like 13 yeah. years old. Yeah, the girls, um, because we have our movie nights on Fridays, and I'm trying to make all of our movie nights this month to be all Christmas oriented. And they haven't seen the classic Christmases like uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus or mm. Frosty the Snowman or, um, oh gosh. Santa Claus is he... Coming to Town? Yeah, they haven't yeah. seen any of those. So I think we're going to have a night where we just watch those classic ones because it's been a while since I've watched them as well. Mm-hmm. Those are oldies but goodies. Ah, uh, yes. And if you get the DVDs of them, there's like some good behind the scenes. Really? Features on them. Yeah. We it's do funny. have the DVDs. You do? Okay, because I bought, like, a value pack from Walmart on Black Friday, like, a couple years ago, and Mike and his sister and um, her husband, we all sat at a cabin and uh, watched these behind-the-scenes, <laughs> and it was, like, kind of trippy, but cool how they kind of took that old technology and tried to make it what it was. Oh, cool. I'll have to yeah. look into those for sure. Yeah, because the stop-motion animation was pretty impressive for its time, probably. I mean, yeah, it was probably, for that time, it had to have been groundbreaking things that people have never seen before. Yeah. And there's such a classic. Like, the stories... I can't even imagine my life without, like, those films for Christmas. I know it sounds really kind of crazy, but... No, yeah, I, I totally agree. The, um... I don't know. Oh, man. I don't want to give away too much, but so I don't know if any of those classic films are in yours. Just say yes or no. If, the, if any of they the are, classic yeah. ones. Oh, okay. Then, okay. I was going to say, I, I would, I was going to go over because those are not in any of mine, but I do have a favorite of that bunch. Mm-hmm. What's that one? So, oh, mine is Frosty the Snowman. Okay, I don't know if it's considered, I don't know if it's considered one of those classic ones because it's not really but it, i know it's in that group like it that is, value yeah. it is a value pack one mm-hmm. but frosty the snowman was always mine i always loved frosty yeah did you see frosty returns no oh that one is a good one too it's very modern it's 2d and they consider it like a sequel but it's a 2d animation just kind of like a short film probably like a 20 minute film but it's really funny. I loved it. That's probably my oh. favorite one. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Say the um. I know that a couple of years ago they re not remade, but they did something with like Heat Miser and Snow Miser again. Oh yeah. And it's it looked really, it looked really, really weird. So I, I stayed away from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's start, uh, Maddie. What is your number five? My number five all-time favorite christmas movie is elf mm-hmm. um elf i remember i remember the day that i saw it i don't know what i was doing with my family but well f f came out in i believe um 2003 so i was 13 at the time and i had gotten in trouble because my brother and i were fighting <laughs> And my parents said, we're going to the movies. We're going to go see Elf. And I was so upset because I was just mad that I got in trouble. So they forced me to go see the movie. And I remember walking out of the movie and saying that I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why. I don't know why. But it, it always it always reminds me of that day every time I watch Elf. Elf is actually one of my honorable mentions. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I do love that film. And it's funny because your story of what, like, the sentimental value it holds for you 
it's like mm-hmm. the same story for me with my number five. Oh wow! Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But Elf, yeah, Elf is a great film, and like I said, it's got the most. I think it's got one of the most memorable quotes in a Christmas oh. film, or oh even just gosh. a film in general. I'm trying to guess which one. Either, uh, either. Oh my gosh, I can't even think of the quote. The Christmas cheer one. I can't think of it. Oh my gosh, is um, that the one you're talking to? Talking about? Oh, just all of them. Like oh, Narwhal. Yes. Oh. Like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your <laughs> It does. It's very, very quotable. Yes. Yeah. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That's the one I I was trying yeah. to think of. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, such a good movie. I, I think it was just so ground, not groundbreaking, but I remember thinking so to myself, "Yeah, I remember thinking to myself though when I was watching it, like how they made Will Ferrell so much bigger than everybody else." And when you go back and there are special features for that movie, um, and when you watch them, you could see how they made him so much bigger, but mm-hmm. just through forced perspective, like the oh, way yeah. that you see things like. In the Harry Potter films, when you see how big Hagrid is compared mm-hmm. to Harry Potter and all those children, is the same thing that they did for Elf. And it's just, it's amazing how they did it. The movie yeah. magic. Exactly, yeah. How the camera just, you know, is shot. That yes. angle, it just makes all the difference. Yes. And then just, oh my gosh. I mean, John Favreau just being an, ec- <laughs> an excellent director of yeah. many genre. He's just, oh, it's just an amazing movie. Yeah, it, it really just, is. It always, it always makes me happy. And the girls, mm-hmm. Zosha has seen it. For for some people listening, I, I have two two girls, and they're five and three. And Zosha has seen it. She's my oldest, and Amelia has not seen it yet. But uh, I think that we might. That might not be one that we do for movie night, but it's definitely going to be one that is watched during the season. I think we watched it back in July too. Mm-hmm. And one of the great things about that film, though, too, it's like you literally can watch it at any age because it does have humor for all ages. Yes, it does. But still, like, if Amelia was going to watch it, all the adult humor will just go over her head, but she will (laughs) laugh at the narwhal or just, like, the squirrel attacking buddy, you know, like, stuff like that. Yeah, I think she'll really like, I think she'll really like the fact that when he's eating the spaghetti and it has Pop-Tarts and M&Ms and syrup (laughs) in it, I think she'll laugh. Yeah. Um, what is, I don't know if you're ready to move on, but what is your number five? I'm so anxious to hear this oh, story yes. now. So my number five is the Polar Express. <gasps> oh, so my gosh. I kind of had the same story. So I, you know, I love animated films. Yes. I studied animation a little bit in college. And this, so <laughs> backstory here. I was 14 when this movie came out because it came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're 14, you don't want to do anything. You just want to, like, stay at home and be on, you know, <laughs> AIM, Instant Messenger with your friends, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. I remember my dad saying, we're going to go see this film. And my brother was really big into trains and, like, Thomas the Tank Engine and stuff. And him and my dad loved trains. And, you know, my dad just wanted to have a nice family outing seeing this, like, train Christmas film, right? So I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, you know. They pretty much dragged me. But when I came out, I was blown away. Oh, that's just wonderful. By the animation was like just a next level for me. It was made by, I think it was like in conjunction with Warner Brothers, but um, it was like an entity called, let me look it up here. I got it right here. 
Castle Rock Entertainment. So it was their first animated film. And you have Tom Hanks in it. So automatically, you got America's acting dad in the film. So it just radiated comfort. And the yeah. music. But for me, like, the story was okay, right? But I feel like because of just the animation, the color, the lighting, the lighting and rendering of the film, and the sound, like, the music, oh my gosh, that Josh Groban song gets me every time I listen to it. It just made the movie for me. Plus, it just reminds me of my little brother. My brother is, I think, 26 now, but... When I watch this film, I just think of that like little 10, 11 year old boy with his, my parents bought the bell for him from that oh. movie. So he had that. And, you know, it's just like a, a sentimental value right there. That's so sweet. Yeah. The, um, I have a, I actually have a confession. I have never seen the Polar Express. <clears throat> well, we have it. So if you ever, I think we have it on Blu ray. I'm thinking, I was just talking to Sam about it today. Sam is my wife for listeners. Um, I was talking to Sam about it today because I was telling her the list of movies that I have for our movie nights. And I think we're going to do it for one of the movie nights, but it's going to be where you, I know they have things where you got to, whether you can go on like the train ride or I've always, I've always been interested because just Sam's never seen it either. So nobody in our house has ever seen it. So we're like, let's go big, let's go big with this. You know, I just hope that and I know so many people like it, so there's no way it's just built up that enough people like this movie that it is an actual good movie. There are things about I mean, it, I don't know when the book came out, but I know it's an old story. Like, there's people have mm-hmm. been reading this and finally able to watch it on their televisions. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I am very excited to see it. It's, I would say that it's at the top of my list for the Christmas season that I need to watch this movie because I'm missing out. There's a metro line in downtown Chicago at one of the train stations, they have a Polar Express type of experience for kids. Oh, okay. Do they, um, do they show the film later on or do you, do they I don't know. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I know a couple of our family members have done it before in the past, but yeah, it is based off the 1985 children's book. Oh, 1985. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not even that old. Wow. No. So yeah, we, even if we, um, even if we don't end up doing the experience part of it, I know that we intend to, because I think Imagine already sells tickets for it right now, that if we wanted to buy our tickets, we can go see it. Um, yeah. But I definitely, we definitely want to see that. So good pick for that fifth one, because I know yeah. a lot of people like that. Yeah. And it's like I said, I mean, the story, it's not the best, but overall, it just has like that family comforting vibe to it. I, it it's just when you watch a film, you know you connect with it somehow. Yes. So what is your number four, Maddie? My number four is I know. So I haven't seen this movie in a while, actually, but I know I really, really like this movie. Um, and it's, it's Scrooged. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that I've one. I've not seen that one. No. Okay. So it came out in 1988. It does star Bill Murray, okay. um, which I mean, some would say is America's sweetheart as well because everybody loves a Bill Murray movie, but it stars Bill Murray and it's a rendition or a rendition. Sorry. It's a rendition of the story of Ebenezer Scrooge and the Christmas Carol. And I've just always liked that story and all the different reimaginings of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really cool 
seeing the way that it's told through Scrooge. It's very, like most of the time, A Christmas Carol is being told. It's very heartfelt in the end, and it always has some type of family meeting as well. Um, but I just love the way that the comedy comes out through Bill Murray because, like, I, I like Bill Murray. I'm not a huge Bill Murray fan, but I love Bill Murray in this movie, and I don't think anybody else could have played his character the way that he plays his character i'll have to put that one on my list because i've seen it advertised before yeah so i know what you're talking about and i i wish i could talk more about it but it, it's probably been a good six or seven years since i've seen it but i mm -hmm. know it's i know it's one of those movies that every time i watch it i say how do i not watch this movie more because it's so good mm -hmm. but yeah it's one of those okay what is your number four? My number four, so we're going back to that those stop animated films, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from oh. 1964. And oh. it's interesting because I put this right under the Polar Express because both films are pretty much stop motion. Yeah. It's just Polar Express is more modern, obviously, because Rudolph was made in 1964. Like I said, they really didn't have the materials we have today. So they made this really cute, adorable little reindeer, this whole story out of what they had. And it's just such a classic. The Island of Misfit Toys, Santa Claus, the elves. I mean, that's a Christmas film. It, if I have really to define is. a Christmas film, it's going to be that Rudolph film. It's, yeah, it's it's nostalgic. Like, even even if you have never seen that movie... Everybody knows the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So you're always able to go back and have some type of, um, I guess, connection to it. Whether you've seen it or not, you know that, you know this character. And they pretty much like branded Rudolph, I feel like. When you see <laughs> a, like a, just a render of Rudolph on a piece of like merchandise or a Christmas, whatever, that it's from that film yeah it's artwork from that film so it's basically you know they brand, they made rudolph into what he is i never even they thought just about that emphasized that character from a song and they made it their own and that's what is for like the rudolph of today so it's like whether or not you have seen the movie you have seen rudolph yeah that's that's completely <laughs> true yeah that's completely true yeah that's amazing i never thought about that way and when i was young it just this too like brings in the sentimental value is i had these on vhs tapes and oh, it's okay. funny because before i moved out i was looking through we still have like maybe just a little pile of vhs tapes back at home but my rudolph vhs tape is so worn out from watching it all the time <laughs> during christmas because i just loved it i loved the music so much as a child and it's like i i just can vision myself in my living room you know, just singing along to the songs and watching it. Sometimes maybe my parents would come and join us watching it. Like, or my mom would be watching, she'd be washing dishes in the kitchen and she would have it on too. <laughs> you know? Is it a, is it a musical? There's some songs in it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I was under the impression that it was just a story. No, they sing in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. There's That'd actually a really funny part. And for you choir folks out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the elves sing. And my choir director used to always rag on the tenor section 
all the time. I felt so bad for those boys, but he would always just yell at them. (laughs) (laughs) And this elf will go, like, he goes, the tenor section was weak. So we were like, yep, that's, uh, I'm not going to say his name on here. I don't want to, you know, but (laughs) that's him. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that that'll definitely be one of the ones that we watch with the classic films. Yeah. It just has a a lot of, a lot of sentimental value and creativity. Cause it is a, it is a shorter film, right? Like it's not a short film, but it's, it's not like an, it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. It's no, it's like 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be a movie night where we watch multiple movies like Mm -hmm. those classics. Oh, you can watch all those classics in like an hour. (laughs) That'd be great. That's great timing for us. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right, let's move on to your number three. All right, so my number three, this is where it's starting to get into most of those movies that I think a lot of people share. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie came out in 1990. So we were either just born. No, we were just born. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Chris Columbus. And this movie is Home Alone. Mm. And I just... Like most, like like you had said, you know, Ruth Renner's there. Everybody sees this movie as Christmas. You know, this that's the epitome of Christmas. And like Home Alone, I think, is another one of those movies that when you think Christmas, this is another one of those movies that automatically comes to your mind. It's Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no sentimental story for me, but it's just it is another one of those movies that it comes down to family. Like you may want to be left alone, like. Kevin McAllister wanted to be left alone, but at the end of the day, you know, you want your family by your side to be there with you on Christmas day. And some of us aren't fortunate enough to have that, but a lot of us do. And it's wonderful to have on Christmas day. Mm -hmm. Um, So actually home alone one and two are my number two. Oh my gosh. Two is Two is good as well. Yeah, I oh couldn't gosh. pick. I can't pick. I have both of them on Blu-ray. I watch them back to back all the time. And it's like you said with these films. I mean, the family value of it is great. The message is fantastic, especially the first one, too. And it's kind of hard for me to watch the first one because I lost my grandpa and I was really close with him. And that ending uh-huh. really gets me. So it's like mm-hmm. now it's kind of hard for me to watch. But the, I, I particularly really like the second one. Because I love New York City. Okay. Besides Disney, New York City is my favorite place ever. And oh. I love him just running around New York and seeing all the different... But the thing is with those mil- with those movies is that I... The jokes never get old, ever. No, no they I've don't. Seen, I've seen these movies 8,000 times. I still laugh at every single joke. But I always find something different. Something yeah, I never noticed before. Even if it's not, even if it's not even a joke, it, there's something that you'll you'll find or something that you'll notice, and you'll say, "Oh, that's how they did that." Mm-hmm. Like this is, I feel like every time I watch this movie and somebody's with me, I have to point it out. Even Sam's probably heard me say this probably a dozen times. Do you know that that's not snow that's in the movie? Oh, really? It's it's salt. Well, I'll do All, you one better too? Oh, oh, I can't wait. The Christmas store that he goes into in the second one. Okay. Almost all that film was uh, made in Chicago. (gasps) Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So the the interior of it? 
or the exterior? Both. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a Chicago street. Some of those cabs are Chicago cabs, painted like NYC cabs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I didn't know yeah. that. Have you been to the McAllister house? No, but it's on my bucket list. Ooh, man, it's so cool. Yeah, I had, like, I had Now that I live up in the suburbs, I feel like yeah, we could totally take a drive over there. I think it's probably only a half hour drive mm-hmm. from you guys. I yeah. I had the uh I had the opportunity of working two minutes from there. Oh, wow. So I had told my my foreman, because I'm in construction, I, I called my foreman and I said, hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late. And he just said, okay, whatever, you know, take your time, get here when you get here. And then I went to the house, I went to the McAllister house and I took pictures and I put my hands on my cheeks and looked like Kevin screaming. <laughs> and then he I got back to the job, or not back, but I got to the job. And he said, oh, you know, was traffic bad? I said, no, traffic was fine. I just stopped off at the Home Alone house. It's two minutes away. <laughs> and he said, no, you didn't. I said, yeah, I did. Here's the pictures. And he said, oh, my gosh, what's the address? I'm going to go right now. Yeah. So it became a thing on this job site. that. And they just sold that house, too, not too long ago, I thought I saw. That I believe so. There's two point. In there, yeah. I think two point something million is oh, what it sure. went for. Yeah. So <laughs> I always take... wondered what his dad did in the film <laughs> to afford had... like a nice big house like that, but then yeah. also to take a family of like a thousand to Paris or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It's seriously, it's one of those things that you got, you think about. Um, yeah. But oh my gosh! I mean, all the act, the acting all around. I mean. Catherine O'Hara is just oh, amazing in it, you know, her. and Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci just work so well together. And it's oh, just, gosh. I miss them. <laughs> their, their characters are just so yeah. funny. And even you even laugh at, like we had said, you know, the jokes still hit, right? Like even, even when we see them get hurt and we know it's coming, it's still just something you laugh mm-hmm. at every time. Cause yeah, it's just, exactly. it's just classic. It's just classic comedy good family comedy mm-hmm. for all ages yes so good macaulay culkin that was like the top of his career too he was just yeah everywhere. yeah it was it's oh my gosh he's amazing richie too. rich that was like one of his <laughs> films in that era yeah a lot of people have never like not to veer off christmas but yeah richie rich is a great movie that not a lot of people have seen i'm yeah. like how do you how have you not this movie's so good uncle buck oh yes um, can't think of any more right now, but I'm sure there's a lot more. Yeah. But yeah. So let me go back. We'll uh, go back to my number three here. That yeah. was my number two. That was Maddie's number three. So my number three is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Ooh, that's such a good one. It's a classic. Such it's. A, oh, I have. We just watched it last night. Oh, nice. I just love it so much. I. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Disney fan, so Disney, I grew up with Disney, everything, Christmas, just, you know, just brought the Disney forward even more for me (laughs) in life, because there's nothing magical than Disney and Christmas. Oh, yes. Especially if you go to the parks, too. Oh, my God. Like, I always associate Christmas with Disney in some way, and... Whether it's the parks or it's just the Mickey cartoons, I love this Christmas Carol because, you know, it's just all of the classic characters, 
telling the story of Scrooge and something we just all know. And like you said, there's many renditions of this story, but it just hits different when it's Mickey Mouse, right? Absolutely. <laughs> anything, anything does with and, Mickey Mouse is in it. Yeah. And it's just another show that my family and I would sit down and watch and, or like I would pop in the VHS tape and my brother and sister would join me and we'd watch it. And yeah, it's just, it's just such a classic. And I really don't have much of a big reason why, but it, it's just, you know, sentimental value all yeah. around. I mean, being Mickey and Christmas is already set enough. Like you said, there's, you know, Disney's Disney itself is one thing and Christmas itself is one thing that you're just so excited about. But when you got Disney and Christmas together, oh, yeah, breathtaking mm-hmm. to see that to see that castle to see cinderella's castle during christmas time and main street usa during christmas time it's oh breathtaking i can cry right now just thinking about. oh i know i'm trying not to i'm literally (laughs) holding in the tears (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah i I actually it's funny because i went to the disney store when i i had an internship um a couple years ago downtown chicago Mm -hmm. so i had a disney store right at my disposal so I randomly, I know, I randomly went in there one day and they had the figurine set of all the characters from the Christmas Carol, the Mickey's Christmas Carol. So I have that. And I was so excited. Like I was by myself and I was like, oh my God. So I got like, look, but I'm just like, you don't understand. I love this. (laughs) No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I have a, um, I think my mom got it for me when I was really young. And it's a it's an ornament of Scrooge McDuck, and he's a he's a ghost. No, he's not a ghost. It could have been Scrooge then. It was Goofy. It was oh, Goofy yeah, as yep. a ghost. Yep. Yes, it was Goofy as like a ghost. Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's the ornament that I have, and I still have it today that I still hang up every year. Mike and... loves Goofy and that part. Oh man! He's like, tonight you'll be visited by three spirits, and he only holds two fingers up. <laughs> <laughs> Such an I... animated character, classic thing to do <laughs> i'll have to gift that ornament to him because it's it's an ornament that i've had for a long time but it's one of those ones that i'm like yeah i like this movie i love no i love this movie mm-hmm. but for ha- to have somebody who has more sentimental value to it especially towards the character in the movie i would definitely give it to him oh, so i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna have to find that for him and give it to him. <laughs> that's really sweet <laughs> but yeah and then also too they have like jiminy cricket the giant I don't know if you guys ever saw like Mickey and the Beanstalk. We haven't That's watched that one. That's a very classic cartoon. It's Ooh. one you can't find. They have kind of like a new rendition of it on Disney Plus. It's like part of this thing called like Fancy Free or something like that. It's like hmm. it's got puppets. It's and I don't like puppets. They're creepy to me. But yeah, I ha- I had the whole thing on VHS. So I don't know if you can find it on YouTube. But the giant okay. from that is in the Christmas as well so ah. it's just like such a great gathering of all yes. these classic because you see horace and clarabelle they don't have any parts but you see them in the background i just love it and yeah those are characters that you, i mean especially clarabelle you don't see too often mm-hmm. yeah mr That's toad great. yeah so maddie what is your number two okay so my number two man this was so hard to pick between my number one and number two but this number two um I think this movie came out in 1996, and it is Jingle All the Way. 
Jingle All the Way is my I, number two. I thought it was either going to be your number two or your number one. I knew it was going to be high up there. <laughs> it is, yeah. It was It was so hard to pick between the ones that I have. But yes, Jingle All the Way is my number two. I've always, I've just, growing up, I was always a huge fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because he's not a great actor by any means. He, you know, he, he started in action and we all know him as an action hero. And I think that's where it started for me because when I was younger, my grandfather would watch me or babysit me. And he, uh, his type of babysitting was just tossing out a movie and sitting me in front of the TV, which probably isn't great. Um, <laughs> And what made it even worse is that the movies he would turn on for me were uh, like Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and (laughs) RoboCop, just highly violent films. Um, So I think from the get-go, being younger, I was always drawn to Arnold Schwarzenegger because he was that action hero when we were growing up. And when he broke out into comedy and said that he was going to do Jingle All the Way, I I saw it. Not, I don't know about opening day or anything like that, but I know I saw it in theaters and just being in awe, just complete awe that this man is in a family film and it's Christmas time. And it's probably besides home alone, it's probably one of the oldest Christmas films or I guess not oldest, but you know, it just resides in my memory as being something that I hold dear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's oh, just it's just so funny the turbo man itself like I, my grandfather who showed me those movies inappropriate movies when i was younger um he actually gave me my first turbo man when i was younger and they were a walmart exclusive thing they were only rev- um released at walmarts and he gave it to me but it was missing a couple pieces um, can i interrupt you for a second yeah so Mike and I saw a Turbo Man at Walmart the other day when we thought of you. Oh man, that's so great. <laughs> it's 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 such a it's such a good conversation starter and it's such a good it's such a good piece to have to display for people. But yeah, my grandfather gave me it when I was younger and it didn't have all the pieces. All some of the pieces were missing, some of the like weapon weapons that he has. So Funko just re-released them. Like you said, you had seen them at Walmart. It's still a Walmart exclusive thing that you can only get there. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, you can only get them at Walmart. Oh, dang. And uh, so when they got re-released, I actually purchased one, and then my mother-in-law purchased another one for me. And so now I have two. Now I have three total. One nice. of them is, One of them that's missing the pieces. One of them that stays in the box just looks nice. And then the other one I took out of the box and he has all of his parts and all of his gadgets. Mm-hmm. And it's just, ah, uh, it's That's amazing. awesome. Yes. It's. I know. I was looking at the one you had in your kitchen the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is that I was, I think I had three separate conversations about that Turbo Man, that just how cool he is. So. Yeah. Ah. Uh, that's awesome. That's a mean, good film. I it's, need to sit down and watch it again. Yeah, I, I think seen that's. It in a long time. I think it's one that I want to show the girls as well. I think Zosho will understand a lot of it because mm-hmm. I mean it came out in '96, so we were six years old or five yeah. or six, pushing that area. Um, and so Zosha's five, so I think she'll really enjoy it. I don't know about Amelia yet, but 
if she doesn't like it, whatever. She can mm-hmm. go watch something else. Yeah, she'll like it in the future. <laughs> yes, she'll definitely. Understand it. <laughs> I, I would uh I would ask you what your number two is, but now we got through your number two. Mm-hmm. So do you go ahead and reveal your number one? Okay, so my number one is a Disney film. Okay. It came out in ninety ninety two. And you said you were freaked out by puppets, so you may not like this movie, but it is a Muppets Christmas Carol. That's my honorable mentions. <gasps> oh, yeah. yes. Because that's yes. one we had on all the time, too. <laughs> See, I think that, like like we had talked about, you know, that this the Christmas Carol story and the different reimaginings and retellings of it, um, this one sticks a little more truer to the source material of mm-hmm. especially like the time period and everything that takes place but it's just and i was never a big muppets fan either like so i don't know why i enjoyed this movie so much you know muppets baby muppet babies i really liked mm-hmm. i don't know if you watched muppet babies or i not. did yeah yeah it was so good well and i think maddie the thing with the muppets for us is we kind of were introduced to them too late i feel like everybody before us boomers and people that were born in like the 70s and the 80s i feel like they had their time with the muppets and the muppets were just kind of starting to fade out a little bit in our childhood i could be wrong yeah but i knew who the muppets were i had a couple episodes on tape and we always had this christmas carol one on this Mm -hmm. one and then there was like a couple other muppet shows we would have like Muppets in Manhattan, that kind of stuff, and yeah. Muppet Babies. And I love Kermit, and I love Fozzie Bear. But, yeah, the Muppets just, uh, they're not, like, too big in our age group, I feel like. No, they're not. Sam and I were actually, like, it, it veers off from Muppets Christmas Carol, but Sam and I were having a conversation about um, the Muppets 3D show that's at yes. um, Disney, that's in Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know, it's such a big area. Why don't they just tear it down nobody no my kids don't know who the Muppets are Mm -hmm. and it's just it's something that I guess maybe they're keeping around for older generations who want to see it but it doesn't see I feel like every time I go there there's no wait to watch to watch that show I do that just to rest my feet and get air conditioned for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) it's like carousel of progress for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely it's my my uh, nap time but yeah you're right you know it's just that it's that older generation and it kind of veered off from us. And I feel like, you know, my kids don't understand or know what the Muppets are. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the fact that I make everybody watch a Muppets Christmas girl every year. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, Michael Caine is so good in that though. Oh my gosh. Like, he really is. <laughs> I, I feel like it's, it's one of those movies that I saw when I was younger. You know, I, we probably saw this when we were three, four five, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And it's it wasn't something that I really, really appreciated until I was maybe 14 or 15 mm-hmm. and started to really like it and understand more about it. And, and I, I think that's the case with all Muppet shows and movies. Is There's actually some pretty adult content in them, especially the yeah. older Muppet shows. Mike and I were watching them on Disney Plus one time, and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Say we, I we um, we watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion special that they did. Yeah, that was good. And I liked it. It was it, yeah. it was fun. 
it's not something that I'm probably going to rewatch over and over, mm-hmm. but it, it's something that I'll watch. Like maybe like I'll put it in my circulation for Halloween time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, my kids, the girls still didn't like it. They 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 weren't too crazy about it. I really liked the Muppets that came out with Amy Adams in it. I haven't seen that one. Sam, we own it. It's on my movie shelf right now, but I've it's, never watched it. It's really good. I didn't like the sequel to that one, and I can't think of it. I think it's like Muppets Most Wanted or something. Okay. Yeah, that one I was just kind of like, meh about, even though Tom Hiddleston's in it, but still, it was like, mm. when you guys um When you guys took your Disney cruise... Did they? Did you guys do the, the the detective story that you walk around the ship? We didn't. No. Okay, so there's two stories that you could do. There's one story that it's like somebody took the Dalmatians, and you have to figure out which Disney villain took the Dalmatians. And then there's another one that is geared towards the Muppets, and the girls love doing that. Oh, it's wow. just. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're it's, all about um, the trivia. <laughs> oh, the trivia is amazing. I love the trivia, the game shows, and everything like that. So, Um, Maddie, would you say The Muppets Christmas Carol, would that be more of than just, like, a sentimental value? Or is um, it because of, like, the story and the actors? I think it's the story. And then as I got older, it became the actors. Mm -hmm. And then then when I got even older, it became about these songs that are in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like Christmas is something that we we love to play in our house, and only one more sleep till Christmas, and these songs that you didn't really appreciate when you were younger because they weren't as fun. You know, Lin Manuel Miranda didn't didn't write them exactly, <laughs> but uh, but I I'm not sure who wrote the soundtrack for this, but they're it's fantastic. The songs are great. And it's it's something that I appreciate now more than I did when I was younger. And it's so yeah, it's it's not it's less towards sentimental and just more of an appreciation as I've gotten older. And that's so cool that you kind of brought this up. It and it not even just with Christmas films, but any film that you loved as a child and you still fiercely love today, it's so cool how you can go from liking it in a different way when you're a kid you like it because of like x when you're like a teenager or a middle-aged adult you like it because of y and then when you're older you like it because you know z yeah it's so great it's almost like rediscovering your favorite film it's the feeling too like i love it when i'm watching something i grew up with and um like, yeah, let's take the Muppets, for example, right? And it's like, all of a sudden, you find yourself loving the music over the storyline. And it's just so thrilling to just, like, fall in love with something again. But for yeah. something totally different in that film. It really is. Yeah. Because you could just... I could just point out maybe... I can't remember the main... One of the actresses' names that's in the, in the film... In A Christmas Carol, or The Muppets Christmas Carol, but I know that when I see her, the character that Ebenezer was in love with when he was younger, it's just like, she does a fantastic job, and she has a song that I never liked when I was younger, because it was just a slow song, and mm-hmm. it was it was just boring, and now I'm older, and I listen to these words, and I say, wow, the, 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 
the anguish she feels and just the oh it's just it's just amazing. It just Yeah. It's I incredible. Agree. But it's an it's an appreciation that I have now for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like all about like the more experiences you have as a person, as a human being, the more you resonate with something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if if you didn't resonate with something as a kid, you probably will now. And that's great. So that's a great great choice thank you thank you what is what is your number one film i'm I'm excited for this and i think it's everybody's pretty much (gasps) like national lampoon's christmas vacation oh man oh man yes absolutely it is and, and this is so funny because i from the day mike and i started dating it's funny how similar our families are <laughs> with like not only is there two girls one boy in my family but his family has two girls one boy all yeah. like he's the youngest my brother's the youngest it's just so funny but i would watch my family and i would watch christmas vacation every time it was on tv i am 31 years old i still laugh at everything even though it shouldn't be funny to me anymore it's still hilarious to me it's I quote it all year round. Yeah, I said, and when it's you... funny because Mike's family is the exact same way. <laughs> so both of our families, like we, it's just this film is just like a part of us. Yeah, when when you had said that Elf was one of those movies that you can quote, mm-hmm. I think that this is also one of those movies that people love to quote during Christmas time. This movie takes the cake. Yeah, and it's not even just Christmas. Like I'll find myself during the year going like, "Don't throw me down, Clark." Or <laughs> yeah, you know, is your house on fire, Clark? Is yeah, your dad, did you move to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm Aunt Bethany. Oh when yeah, I'm old. <laughs> Why I is will the... be the one saying the Pledge of Allegiance during Grace. <laughs> Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? Yeah. No, Margo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. It's, yeah, it's, this is this is another one of those movies too that when you're younger, you don't really realize what's go. I mean, you know what's going on, mm-hmm. but you, some of those jokes they just don't hit on the head as a as a child. And now that we're older in our thirties, you yeah. watch this movie and you say, "Wow, I can't believe I've watched this movie." Yeah, yeah. Or like my parents would cover our eyes during that pool part. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> But just like the stuff that comes out of Cousin Eddie's mouth, too. You know, as an adult, I still find things I never noticed before. Like, this past time I watched watched it with my mom last weekend. Okay. He said something to Clark that I did not catch before. I started dying. (laughs) I mean, but you have to remember, though, when it's on cable network, they water it down. Yeah, they do. So it's like a lot of the times I've watched it has been on like AMC. Oh, or it's almost a, it's almost a sin to not watch it without some of the things that they try to put yeah. in there. Well, we have we had like two copies of it on DVD, and I have a copy myself here. So it, it's actually streaming on HBO Max, and it's not the watered down version. Oh, wonderful! I was like, thank you. So um, yeah, but another yeah. another one. Of the- Holy shit. That's what I, say. Oh, I say that all the time. That's like ingrained in my vocabulary. It's such a good one. <laughs> but like so, the acting in it too is just top notch. It really oh my is. Gosh. It's from, from them to, to like Chevy Chase, 
uh, to the grandparents, to the kids, Aunt Bethany, Dennis Quaid as uh, Cousin Eddie. Oh, my God. Oh, like, yeah. That's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. I'm sorry. Yeah. See, Dennis Quaid's got an amazing smile. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quaid's mixed up. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I. I will. I can talk about this movie for a very long time. It's it's so fantastic because yeah. it's and everything in that movie you can relate to something that happened to you. Yeah. Whether it's I the mean, dog going through a tr- your trash or like you know <laughs> you forget a saw to chop your tree down, like <laughs> you know it's just so relatable. The the you know hooking up the Christmas lights and having one bowl be the. Be the noose, the nuisance of the entire thing. And yep. I love when he, uh, something that we do often in our house that quotes this movie is every time Clark yells for Russ and he yells, Russ! And he's like, oh. I'm right next to you, Dad. Mm-hmm. We do that all the time. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I also, oh, God, there's so many things to like about this movie. I love that. Aunt Bethany gives them the the jello mold and it's got the cat food in it. We have a lot of cats in our family. Like <laughs> I had a cat growing up and then like now my brother and my sister both have cats. My mom has a little kitten. So we're always, always watching those Christmas tree lights. <laughs> always. Because that like haunts us. Yeah. <laughs> the meow, meow. I saw right, that. Cat. <laughs> I saw that somebody on Etsy actually has made a uh, like a decoration, and it looks like a burn mark that you just lay on your carpet. Oh my god! And it's it's the outline <laughs> of the cat, and I'm like, oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, um, this yeah, and this movie just like brought like a plethora of merchandise, like the moose eggnog glasses, the yeah. Blackhawks Griswold jerseys, like. I have people that don't even live in Chicago or Illinois for that matter that are like, we would love to have that Blackhawks jersey that says Griswold on it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, would you, have you seen all the vacation films? Would you say I that this have. is your, would you say that this is your favorite one? Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I've, I've met a lot of people who still like to defend the first, the first vacation. And I'm like, have you not seen Christmas vacation? Cause it's the definitely the best one. Right, and the only thing though I do find weird is like the, ch- and I think it's a running gag. Now that I really think about it, I think it's a running gag because the children are always different. <laughs> they are. Yeah. See, I think Juliet Lewis plays the daughter in Christmas Vacation in this one. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny thing. Yeah. Something, something that I never really appreciated until I got older of that film as well is the opening credits, how they're animated. Yeah. So I always loved it. And then the song too, the Christmas Vacation song yep. from the opening credits. It's just, just such a good, just gets you. Yeah. And it's just the thing, yeah, with the songs too. Like the song, you know, it's that time, like at the beginning mm-hmm. of, and then Home Alone too, that nobody wants to be alone on Christmas. That's like mm-hmm. one of my jams. I love that. Yeah. They're good. The Polar Express has that Believe song by Josh Groban. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, obviously, that has its own song. I mean, these movies bring these classic Christmas songs, too, that you can find on the radio. So it's just all around, just Christmas movies are just so special. They are. They they just, I feel like there's not too many that are not 
even if it's the, one of the worst Christmas movies you've ever seen, there's something about it that's going to make you say, oh, I kind of like that. Listen, I'm not going to hate on Hallmark. <laughs> uh, yes, people are crazy about the Hallmark Christmas movies. And the- but they're all the same. Are they? I've, they I've never seen them. They literally are. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna say anything bad about. It. I don't like saying anything bad. I critique. That's what I do. Yeah. But my grandma loves the Hallmark Channel. She loves all those shows. You know, back in the day, yeah. too, we would just watch those movies. But unfortunately, they they do have that really cute holiday vibe to them. Yeah. That they got the you know Christmas bell songs like doo, 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 doo. like you know it's cute and it really does get you in the spirit somewhat. But when you're looking for like a really good Christmas film to sit down and watch, you don't want to be watching the same thing over and over. And that's pretty much what these are like. You know, you have this like girl who's single, but yeah, she's well established, and then she meets like a farm boy down the street, and they fall <laughs> in love. Like, I and I don't mean to sound terrible with that, but. That's basically, and I feel like maybe that's their brand. That's the Hallmark brand. Yeah. So. They I they probably figure, hey, these are pretty successful. Let's just do it again. And let's mm-hmm. do it again for next year, too. And the year yeah. after that, as well. I yeah. think we should probably, we should make a goal for ourselves this Christmas season to at least watch one new Hallmark Christmas film and just critique it to see if it's, to see if it's as predictable or as as uh, cliches we think they are because I feel like I talk a lot of crap about them as well, mm-hmm. but I've never actually watched them. So maybe we should watch one. I will definitely do that. Challenge accepted. I'm seeing my grandma this weekend. So I will ask her what's a good <laughs> one. She will tell me what a good Christmas Hallmark movie is because she knows all of them. Guarantee. I that's that. There's a-, a film we actually watched on Hallmark, like, a long time ago. It was called The Christmas Shoes. I don't know if you've ever heard of that movie. That sounds familiar. It's a popular Christmas movie. Oh, and you know what? I'm sorry. It was not on Hallmark, but it was on Lifetime, which is pretty much, like, the same thing. I thought they were the same channel. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, it was just such a sad movie. I'm not going to tell you why if you haven't watched it. I don't want to spoil it. I'm just warning you, it is extremely sad. And especially if you're a parent, it can be a little triggering. But, oh my God, like, we were bawling. Me and my sister and my grandma are crying. My grandpa comes out, like, half asleep. This is probably, like, 10 o'clock at night. He comes out, like, half asleep. He's like, the hell's the matter with you? (laughs) So it's like, that movie movie sucked, but we still had that memory. Was this movie movie sad, like, from the get-go, or did it ramp? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was sad from the get-go. But my grandma wanted to watch it, and yeah, it's called The Christmas Shoes. The Christmas Shoes. Yeah. Noted. Noted. Yep. Um, yeah, we're we're definitely going to have to watch one of those movies this season. I'm going to make myself watch one at least. Okay, Maddie, so Um, when I get back home on Sunday night, I will tell you what my grandma tells me to watch. I will. Awesome. (laughs) I'm 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 serious about this. I am game for it. All right. Um. Did you have any more honorable mentions, like something that didn't make your list? I that you did. Had to... So the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, that's on my honorable mention as well. Yeah, such so a good the first film. and the second one. That's another one that there was a lot of jokes that hit differently once I got older, and just the the you know the stories about divorce, and you're like, yeah, wow, I, I didn't even know that divorce was a thing when I was younger. So 
That's crazy. Yeah, I always thought it was weird how his dad lived here and his mom lived here and they're fighting. Yeah, because I mean, what, they came out in 94, 95? Yeah. So they were four or five. Yeah, young. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good film, though. Zosha likes that one as well. And Amelia. So, yeah, it's good. It hits for a three-year-old as well. Um, So I got Love Actually. That's on my, as well. That was actually my number. So Christmas Vacation was my number six. Okay. And Love Actually is my number seven. Okay. That's a such a great one. And I'm a big Alan Rickman fan, so Oof, he's in absolutely. it. Anything he's, he's in, I'm just like gone. <laughs> which is which is which is so interesting because his character is just not not good in that movie. No. Yeah. yeah. Um oh gosh, that's so it's so good. I feel like there's a too many like there's a lot of movies. Not a lot, I guess, but there's a handful of movies that can pull off that that big cast of people and mm-hmm. multiple stories going on yep. and i feel like this that love actually is one of those movies that delivers that delivers a good storyline that ties in some of these characters at the end mm-hmm. um there there are there are a few storylines that i'm like oh my gosh i want more of this person like colin firth's i love oh, yeah. colin firth's yeah. and if you don't like if you don't like hugh grant and natalie's characters like there's something wrong with you because their characters are great as well the whole, I just love the whole movie. Yeah, that's and, yeah, and, it's, and oh, for no. me, it, there's no sentimental value to it, but I love it because of the actors, the talent in that oh, film. Oh, and they Bill Nye, Bill yeah. Nye, oh, he's amazing. Yeah. When's the? How old were you with the first time you saw that movie? Oh, I actually saw it very recently. I probably Ooh. saw it when I was like um, maybe 25. Okay. 20, yeah, when I really started like kind of branching off and. Because um, I went back to school and I majored in media studies. So it's like I, I pretty much concentrated in animation and graphic design. But mm-hmm. I also studied like different like forms of media and yeah. just taking in different kinds. It doesn't even matter if a movie appeals to you or not. Just like keep even like foreign videos. Like I had to watch like foreign movies just to get in. So, you know, I was just kind of. I saw a movie and I, you know, I was like, "Hey, what the heck? I'll watch it." Yeah. No movie is never a waste of your time. Absolutely not. You know, whatever. But always I, give it a chance. I still, if, if if the moment somebody tells me that a movie's bad, I want to watch it because same, same. I wanna, I wanna make my opinion. <laughs> I wanna make the opinion for myself. Mm-hmm. Make my own opinion about it. Yeah. And even even if I agree, I'm like, yeah, that's a bad movie. I will still try to find at least one good thing about it because there has to be a reason why they made this movie. So I, I try to find one good thing about it. Mm-hmm. And then one, you know, if it has multiple bad things, at least I have one good thing that came out of this movie. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Love Actually, I actually, I think I saw when I was maybe 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. And I remember liking it. And then I, yeah. I kept watching it. Maybe it, was, maybe it was an every other year type movie. But then now, now it's a once a year thing. Maybe twice a year. Oh, I can yeah. watch it in the middle of June, June July. What it doesn't matter what month it is, but I can watch this movie whenever and just like it all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And the more um, we talk about these movies, the more I just want to sit down and watch them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. I think. Yeah, I definitely want to watch Love Actually. Is one of those ones. But I also want to rewatch. Um, the Mickey's Christmas Carol, or Mickey, yeah. uh, what, what, what is it called? The number two? Oh, the Mickey's Christmas Carol. 
Yeah, Make a Scripture. Okay. Yeah. I definitely want to rewatch that. It's been a while since we watched that one. Um. So. I have. I have two more honorable mentions that I I'm not sure if you've seen one of them. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So I figure one you've definitely seen, which is Die Hard. I was gonna say that was my very very last uh, honorable mention, and there's gonna be 10. so many people disappointed that I did not include Die Hard in this podcast. And it's like, so. look, it's it is a good movie. It's great. It's fun. It's action packed. It's funny. Oh God, it's I actually such a oh. I didn't see it for the first time until last year. Sam and I watched it. Okay, I watched so, it too. Pretty older. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's one of those ones that I was like, why didn't I? How is it taking me this long to watch this movie? I love this movie. It's so it's good. So good. Um. But yeah, so that was my number ten. My number. My number eight film is something that most people haven't seen, and it's called Surviving Christmas. Okay, I've not seen that. So it came out in 2004, and it has it stars Ben Affleck, Christina Applegate, Catherine O'Hara, uh, and James Gandolfini. Okay. And it is about Ben Affleck's character takes place in Chicago. Ben Affleck's character is a super rich, successful man. Um, but he wants to marry this girl and this girl's, he wants to take her to, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere tropical. And she says, no, I want to be with my family for Christmas. And he says, what? No, screw family. Cause he doesn't have any family. Mm-hmm. So he decides to go back to his childhood house and he pays James Gandolfini and his family to be his family for Christmas and just everything goes wrong and it's it's one of those underrated bad films because it doesn't necessarily have a great rating Mm -hmm. it's it's got pretty low pretty low ratings but i think it's a very good christmas film and it does have another tie-in of family Mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely one that i would say add to the list to watch eventually maybe not this season because it is one that you have to force yourself to watch but once (laughs) you watch it you're gonna enjoy it okay noted so that's actually my top 10. Okay. <laughs> that was my top 10. Yeah, that's fine. We love honorable mentions. <laughs> Absolutely. It's hard to pick just five, especially when it comes to just holiday films. I had a really hard time with my Halloween episode coming up yeah. with five because horror and Halloween are like my holiday. But <laughs> I found myself being it like having a worse time with these Christmas films. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, because they're just, they're all good. They are. They're I just... Yeah. And each movie has a, a a different meaning to every single person. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's one one person's number eight could be somebody's number one. And it's... Exactly. But it's the fact that everybody just enjoys them. And a lot of people can quote them and just have a great time. Like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You can be <laughs> with a group of friends and just start quoting the hell out of that movie. Yep. You know, and you guys just start laughing yeah. because, and that's just, that's the best part of these Christmas films is just getting together with family and friends, watching them laughing, especially if you've seen them, you know, when you were a kid, you grew up with these movies, you guys can all quote them together, just have a great time, even have like parties themed after them. I mean, whatever tickles your fancy. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Maddie, we are running out of time, but I really, really appreciate you coming on. This was so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Especially with uh, you. Oh, I mean, it, it was it was a blast. It was a blast. I, yeah. I can't say anything more than that. I had such Great. fun and just re just talking about these movies and you know like you said we want to i want to watch every single one of these movies tonight if i could yeah (laughs) Um, well and with that i hope you guys all have a great week and like i said if you're going to be at c2e2 make sure you stop by and say hi mike and i will be wearing our saturday morning serial podcast t-shirts so and i'll talk to you next time